2: Hello, everybody. I am Bill from Nintendo Switchcraft. I'm Lloyd
0: from the Nintendo Pulse Podcast. I'm Steven from the same. I'm at 64 Josh from the Nintendo PowerCast and the Smash Bros. Cast.
2: And it is the end of the year. Last year, we started a tradition of sorts. Well, it's been... it's Now it's two years, so I guess it counts as a tradition. Where at the end of the year, the four of us get together and we talk about the year in review for Nintendo. So... We've got a couple of topics, and let's jump right in to the first one, our best games of 2018. So, uh, Stephen, uh, you and I were talking a little bit before uh, we got everything started. Why don't you start us off with one of your favorite games of 20... Did I say 2016? I meant 2018.
1: No, I think you said 2018. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go straight to, uh, with Dragon Quest Builders. It came out in February. I actually had to look this up to find out if this came out this year. There's no video for anyone to see, but I'm waving it around so you guys can see it. Dragon Quest Builders came to Switch this year, and uh, I played the heck out of it, at, you know, right around when it came out because I got it at launch. And then I got infuriated with the last chapter of it because it becomes very, 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 very difficult at the end. And then I didn't touch it for six months, and then I came back to it and blew through the ending once I had had a break. So uh can't recommend it more. It's I think it's one of the best games on Switch this year. So,
2: was that on other platforms? Did it come out this year, and, or did it come out last year on other platforms?
1: It came out this year on Switch, but it came out last year on other platforms. It was on PS3 in Japan, uh, PS4 and Vita uh, worldwide, and then, you know, and, and Steam. I think it's on Steam as well, but then it took like until this year to finally come to Switch.
2: Yeah, it takes a long time for them to port stuff. What about what about you, uh Josh? What's one of your favorite games this year?
0: You know, I mean <laughs> this year's been interesting for me because when Smash was announced, I started playing Smash 4 more than any other game. <laughs> <laughs> and so it uh it little, little different, but I mean I I'm going to go ahead and start with just Mario Tennis. I did really, really enjoy that game from the the, when I when I went hands on with the beta to uh, to getting the full game and then seeing the support they've had with it. It's been it's been fun to play um, online, but as well as as offline, like come the holidays Playing a game like that just takes me back to playing like on the on the 64 and on the GameCube and stuff like that. So it's been um, I, I've really enjoyed it. And the support for it's been great seeing them add um, tournaments and doubles. There were a few missteps with it. The online was a little um, a little thin, which is unfortunately kind of become a little bit of a uh, um, a uh, uh, it seems to be par for the course with Nintendo <laughs> this year. Unfortunately, yeah. uh,
2: for me, I would say that. One of my favorite games of the year, then this really surprised me, was Pokemon Let's Go. Like I didn't expect to like that game at all. In fact, I didn't buy it on launch day. I I didn't buy it until after watching people play it on Twitch, and I was like, oh, this actually looks really good. And I've probably got 20 or 30 hours into it so far. I've had an absolute blast with it. I find it to be probably the most relaxing game I've ever played. What about you, Lloyd?
3: It's a tough one. There's so many games like uh, all the I have a stack of games that have just come out in the last little bit. And it's like these are all really fantastic games, uh, but they're not necessarily all the best i mean obviously smash um smash and let's go pikachu are, are fantastic games but i think one of the games that i've played the most on the switch which is weird because it's only been out for a little while is diablo 3 and it's really weird saying that one of my favorite games of the year is a game that's been out for for like <laughs> six years, years. Or <laughs> i think it first shipped on the Atari 2600 if i remember correctly something yes like that. back then um, it was Blood I... adventure yeah <laughs> right uh, I've played so much Diablo like I've I've put hundreds and hundreds of hours on all the other platforms and to play another probably nearing 100 hours on the switch um, just shows how not not only awesome how awesome the game is but also how awesome the platform is that you're playing these games again where you can take an old game that you've played so much and it just gets reinvented just by having it portable and be able to take it wherever you are Um, so yeah Diablo 3 has been um, just a just a really happy surprise uh, that I was able to get back in and and play through Diablo and and really get further than I ever did on any of the other platforms like I'm like paragon stupid number um where I didn't really reach that on any of the other platforms
1: paragon awesome. stupid number i like that yeah paragon i think i'm like
3: two number two something 240 220 oh my god which is which is nuts i i got to 200 at the end of ps4 um i played mainly with my wife um co-op and and that's like through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours i got to paragon 200 and i only know that because i filled up all of the bars there's fifty four fifties um that you can basically fill up um on each of the the stats so that's 200 points and um yeah that's that's kind of where I got and uh and I've, I've blown way past that on the switch already
2: that's that's pretty crazy uh Steven let's come back to you what's your next favorite game
1: of this year uh I'm gonna have to go with Celeste that one came out I think in the summer right around the summer right
2: I th- I don't remember no
1: it was January oh January yeah. oh, okay really? yeah so it was, okay. we were front loaded this year you're right um yeah Celeste just was an amazing game I was excited about that game when they first they showed it off I think on one of the Nindy podcasts that it was coming and I'm like wow this looks like a weird game and then uh the more I watched of the trailers and stuff I was like I think I'm really gonna like this and I that's one of those games where every once in a while a game will come out and I will pick it up and I will not put it down or play anything else until I complete it and Celeste was just one of those games and for a game where you die hundreds of times it was surprisingly not infuriating. Like, I, I think maybe once or twice I got frustrated with the game and set it down for 20 minutes. Um, but never to the point where I was, like, you know, controller-throwingly frustrated, which happened to me actually a lot in Dragon Quest Builders, that kind of controller-throwing frustration. Um, the, and it's because the, the penalty for dying in that game is, is just negligible in in the in the worst situation if you die like towards the end of a boss fight you lose about 30 seconds of work but in most situations you lose about 4 seconds of work and it's like you just you die and then you have an instant respawn like usually on the exact same screen and you can just learn a tiny tiny bit at a time and you don't feel stupid or or like you've wasted time when you die and uh just a brilliant game with some really fun writing really Uh, cute, um, relatable, fun characters. Uh, Can't recommend it enough. And uh, Limited Run has a physical edition coming out at the beginning of next year um, or going up for order at the beginning of next year. I think January 1st or something. I believe that was the one that's going up then. Uh, So I'm looking forward to getting a physical copy of Celeste when that comes out.
2: You know, I've heard a lot of people recommend Celeste and I've watched gameplay and every time I've watched gameplay, I've said, nope, I'm not interested, it looks too hard, I'm going to die, I'm going to die over and over and I'm going to get mad, but nobody has ever said the point that you made where the penalty for death is in, almost inconsequential, and so it's possible that you may have convinced me to check out Celeste, which is a game I've heard a million great things about, but always avoided, because that kind of game drives me mad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and when I was playing it, uh, my fiance was watching for most of the time and she was constantly asking me questions like, oh, my God, how can you play this game? This would drive me crazy. It looks so hard. And it's like, well, it's definitely challenging. But like I, you know, like we were just saying that the penalty for death is so low that it doesn't really matter. You know, it's it's important that it's there because otherwise the game would be, you know, just like way too easy. But it, the fact that like you're only losing a couple of seconds worth of, of work, and you can see your progress so much. And then it's got, you know, if you want it to be easier, of course, there's all the assist modes in it. But it's just a really, really fun game. Awesome. Definitely Josh, what's your name? It, you ne- it what? looks harder than it is.
2: It looks harder than it is. That's, yeah. that's
0: very good. Josh, what's the next on yours? I, I hope this one counts, because it came out late last year, but it was Xenoblade Chronicles 2.
1: I, no, that doesn't count. I well. didn't
0: finish it until January. So, well, so. this is this is our
3: 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, I chose Diablo. That's that's the game that's about
1: 17 yeah. decades old. <laughs> right. So it's okay. It's okay. It's just Drag your Quest favorite game out last year. year on other platforms too. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I I couldn't put that one down. And I don't play JRPGs. The first, the only other JRPG I had completed before that was Pokemon Yellow. That was it. Did you uh, pick up Torna? Uh, I did. And then I, I've been too busy. I Like, I, I want to know life that. And I just have not. I've I, I committed to smash just too, too much. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so I, I haven't been able to. I've played a little bit of it, but. Uh, but that game, like this, the story was great. When I first started playing in the and you didn't control the attacks. I was like, I'm going to hate this. Like, I'm not going to like this. I want to be in control. I want to hit the A button to swing the sword. And it wasn't until like hours and hours and hours into this thing that I even like understood how to like create orbs and then go in and do like those, those massive attacks. I had no clue. I was clueless on all of this. Like literally my chat would help me along. They're like, why aren't you making orbs? I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying right now. Cause a lot of times if there's too much text, I'll just skip it. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore. and this tutorials driving me crazy. Yeah. I just want to play. And so, so I was never, I was, I was basically doing it wrong. Right. And then I would get stuck. If I got stuck on a boss, I would just go grind. So I would be like 20 levels higher than I needed to be for, for most <laughs> things just so I could get through it. And then once I uh, once I learned how to do it, I, I really just lost myself in that game and really, um, really, really enjoyed it. And so, I mean, I, I hope we see, I hope we see more games like it. I would like to see the first two or the, you know, the, the, at least the one on the Wii and the one on the Wii U ported over to the, um, the switch. I know they're, they're different. They're not, they're not the same, but, uh, uh, some people say they like the the first game better as far as story, uh, story goes. So, you know, I did pick it up on, 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 three d s but I'd still rather be able to play it on the switch, honestly, oh yeah, yeah, I played it on the three
2: d s and the graphics the the screen is just so muddy, yeah that it like sometimes I couldn't tell what I was looking at mm. uh that was it was very frustrating. I did not enjoy playing that game on the three d s and plus. I like the combat of the the newest one much better. I it makes much more sense to me. I, I found see, yeah. the combat of the first one to be very, like, what the hell is going on? I didn't understand it. <laughs> gotcha. I I never got my head around it. It was really complex. Lloyd, what do you think, man?
3: Uh, I have to go with uh, with Josh too. That Xenoblade was such a fantastic game. Um, I was upset that I didn't play it. Uh, last year because it didn't line, land up on my game of the year for last year because it was a fantastic game loved every minute of it so uh that's that's a good good choice there josh um uh, for me uh another one of my favorites uh, would have to be another rpg that i played even though i haven't finished it um I I got to a point in the story where I just went, you know, I think I'm good. Uh and that is Octopath Traveler, uh, a game that I didn't think that I was gonna like much. Um and saw all the the hype during all the Nintendo Directs about, and I'm like, okay, this and also looks from cool. me mostly and mostly from from Steven and I'm like it looks cool but I don't know if this is going to be a really fun game that I'm going to enjoy and then I jumped into it and it is everything that I loved from the the Super Nintendo era of RPGs and uh, uh St- Steven it's flying in like a spaceship on his uh, on his camera right um <laughs> I, and I just I absolutely fell in love with the story with the um the fact that there are eight different stories um that originally you think that they're all separate and and that's it and it's just sees these these eight disparate things that you're going to be doing in the game then you find out that they kind of are intermingled and, and tied together somewhat um not directly it's not like one cohesive story but there's little bits that are tying it everything together and i, I just had so much fun playing through that game um uh, again still haven't beaten it um so i don't know if that that disqualifies it but uh, i haven't um,
2: beaten any games this year
3: okay so then i feel <laughs> i feel okay then i'm okay
2: um but I yeah i just kirby. had so
3: much fun oh there you go there you go i
2: didn't even beat kirby That one could beat itself, though. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, (laughs) phrasing.
1: This is a family show.
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Octopath
3: Traveler, right up there. Uh, One of my favorite games that I played this year.
2: One of my favorite games that I played this year was, uh, again, not a release from this year, but a port, uh, which kind of seems to exemplify what happened on the Switch this year, which I'm not complaining about. Um, that would be Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. I I had never played a Monster Hunter game before Monster Hunter World came to the PS4. And uh, I played that and the, the way that they kind of dumbed it down for that version of the game made it more palatable to me because I had played the demos of the other ones before. And so I really enjoyed that. And then you know, I wanted to be able to play uh, Monster Hunter on my Switch because I heard very good things about this one. But I was very scared because I'd heard that this is a lot more like the older ones. But I feel like what I had learned in the PS4 version helped me apply it to the Nintendo Switch version. And I had an absolute blast playing that game. And I think that because each like each weapon plays incredibly different from all the other weapons. If you don't pick the right weapon for you, you can find that game to be awful. And I was trying to play with like the great sword and it didn't work out. I tried with the bow and that didn't work out. And then finally I landed on the sword and shield and, or no, not the sword and shield. Um, Oh gosh, the Charge Blade! I ended up landing on the Charge Blade, and I had so much fun playing that game with the Charge Blade. Again, I didn't finish it because there's just too much to play uh, for me to finish games, I guess. But I had so much fun. Did any of you guys play Monster Hunter Gen Ultimate? Loved it,
0: actually. Oh yeah, yeah. loved it. Go ahead, John. Really, really. I actually, uh, while we were on vacation, my son and I on our on our 2ds new 2ds xls we we just went to town we we had already had generations and it had kind of started collecting dust and then i was like hey this is coming out you know we're gonna be able to transfer um transfer our saves over and so um we ended up putting like i don't know 40, 40 some hours into it while we were while we were on vacation and then uh got up to a pretty decent HR and then transferred it over and was able to help people in the community that just, you know, we were we're just starting out. And so we could just go in and, and kind of uh, dominate, which is to me, that's one of the, the, I, I don't really enjoy the grind all that much of getting up to that point. So once I was like, okay, I'm at this point and then I can just help other people by killing stuff really quick. It, it, that's where I had the most fun with that game. Mm-hmm. Lloyd, you're going to say something.
3: Yeah, I was going to say I almost picked it up um, basically because you were enjoying it, Bill. Um, And you're the reason why I picked up the PlayStation 4 version, um, because I saw you playing it and loving it. I'm like, okay, I've not liked Monster Hunter ever. I've never liked this game. I should like it. Everything about the game is screams. You will love this game. Jumped into PlayStation 4, uh, picked it up, downloaded it, uh, put it in, uh, played about five hours and said, yep. I should have skipped this
2: one. So, <laughs> oh, I, and no. I almost
3: did it again with the switch version. So, you're <laughs> watching you stream is is very uh, tough on my on my wallet. I guess is what I'm saying.
2: There you go. Nobody
0: watch me stream. That'd be a
2: bad thing for you.
0: <laughs> Monster Hunter Three actually was the reason I purchased a second Wii U, so that my son and I could wow. play online together. Like he was just way into it. So I was like, yeah, let's keep it. Let's let's do it. Yeah, they 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 do need to
2: uh, do a better job better job teaching how to play because they do not teach you anything in that game i i learned everything that i know about playing monster hunter from watching youtube videos which is a stupid thing to
0: have to do no i bought it for my uncle over thanksgiving and i'm like have you got any further he's like well i did everything i could do and now i don't know what to do I'm like, is there anybody with a red bubble above their head, speech bubble above their head? If you go and talk to them, that should he's like, I'll check. <laughs> so, you know, we'll be diving back in this uh, this Christmas. So it'll be fun.
2: Awesome. Steven, you got a third one?
1: Uh, I do. Uh, it's my third one is Octopath Traveler. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, nobody here has discussed it yet. There's been no conversation about the game at all this year either. Um, This is a little indie um little indie gem that was uh you know it was ported to the switch from wherever they developed it um no it's a it octopath traveler obviously a giant Square game uh um uh, Tokyo RPG Factory i think made it right and they uh yep. and nintendo published it for them in at least in uh, north america um crazy good game i had a very similar experience to it uh to to what lloyd had and what i think most people who played this game had because you have four four chapters and you have eight characters so there's 32 story beats to hit and then there's like this concealed finale at the the very end uh that you can kind of poke your way into which turns into a boss rush of all the big bosses of the game um you know the, the final bosses for each of the four uh, for each of the eight characters so you blast through super powered versions of those eight bosses end on end without a break and then you fight a incredibly powerful godlike final final boss and if you lose to any of those bosses and of course you will you lose all of that progress and have to go all the way back to the last time you were able to save which was before starting that final story story path through all those bosses so when i learned about that i said okay i'm going to be finishing the stories for these eight characters, the four chapters, and then I'm going to stop playing this game. Um, Instead, what I ended up doing was running around and doing side quests because there's, like, side bosses and things like that, Um, some of which I never managed to quite complete because the bosses were ridiculous. Um, But I loved Octopath Traveler and the time I spent in it. I think I must have spent more than 100 hours in it just doing all the things that I wanted to do, and I I loved grinding in it. I I loved going through and fighting the enemies and exposing all of their various weaknesses and um, the only thing that the only complaint that I would have it didn't even really occur to me while I was playing it and I saw it in some criticism afterwards and I was like you know they have a good point and that was that um, they made the game so modular to the point where you could actually grab one character never find any of the other seven and then probably you know theoretically you could play through that that one character's all four of their chapters and never touch any of the other characters as a result of them designing it in, in such a modular way, there was a lot lacking in terms of story interaction between the characters. So you had conversation that would pop up when you like, you go to the, the inns or whatever, and you could talk to the other people and they, they would just, the sprites would pop up and they'd have silly conversations back and forth, but you didn't have anything where their actual stories, their actual, uh, Story quests involved interaction, interacting between them. It was always okay. I'm starting a story quest. Not only is everybody else not involved in the story, but in the cutscenes, they actually vanish. So I didn't really realize quite how disconnected that was while playing. And I think that that was something that they could have done better. But outside of that, and like you know, of course, the ridiculous endgame stuff that I didn't even dare approach. Uh, really enjoyed it a lot. That endgame stuff actually reminded me of what they did with Bravely Default with the first one. How they j- they kind of made like this looping finale. They're like, okay, we don't think this game is long enough, so let's make them do the same thing over and over and over and over again to the point where even the characters in the game, the voiced actors, are saying, "Why are we doing this over and over again?" <laughs> so, same development uh, houses uh, as well, I believe.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a JRPG trope. If I ever heard one, they, their games just get too. Long. um I know that there's a lot of people who they see on the back of a box 70 hours of gameplay. I see that and I think, well, <laughs> this is a game that I'm only going to play half of. Yeah. um Josh, yeah, what should I skip you- it or
1: not? Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Josh, you got a third one? Smash. <laughs> I can't believe it took this long.
0: <laughs> well, I saved the best. That's a lot of, I saved the- a lot of new man, I, I, because <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to steal it from him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been uh, like. It's been crazy the amount of I've like no life this game. Uh it came out just a little over a week ago. I've had um multiple 10 plus hour streams of just playing Smash. Wow. And uh I'm so like it's it's been crazy, right? The game got announced. I jumped into Smash 4 so I could actually learn to play the game. Like I've only played it casually Prior to that, Um, my sons and I, when we when they were little, like for the the um, for Brawl, we did subspace emissary and unlocked all the characters. And they thought that was just super cool. And that's actually like um, really fun memories to look back on. But I never really understood the mechanics of the game. I never I never understood all the different moves that could be done, things like that. So um, started a podcast and and started to learn the game and. It's been it's been so cool, like growing a community around this and seeing um, seeing people that are really, really good come in and be like, hey, do this, do this, like focus on this. And, you know, with this with this new game here, it it it, it is much better than the last one. It's faster. It's a little it's uh, the online right up right off right off the bat was eh, it was a little little iffy. Now things have kind of leveled out. They already got the first patch out for it, so it's been good um and the crazy thing is, I have people in my community sending me to um the first like massive tournament in february uh at genesis so i have never even played in a in a local tournament and here we are going to one of the one of the biggest tournaments smash has to offer, and i can't wait I cannot wait to uh die in the first uh my first game
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna Uh, lose so fast it's gonna be amazing
2: (laughs) but Uh, lloyd are you playing smash
3: uh, a little bit actually um we were just talking about on nintendo pulse last night where i i've played every smash brothers um yet every time a new game comes out i totally forget how to play like you get you get the smash orb and it's like how the heck do i set this thing off and oh my god what do all the buttons do um so it was it's been fun trying to get back into into that with smash i've only unlocked maybe about half the characters uh, going a little bit slower i've had very few um hours to play games these last uh, couple weeks but man it, it is it's so fantastic um the fact that there's uh, every character ever um in in the game either as a fighter and assist trophy or as a little jpeg um, it just it just shows the the love and attention that nintendo puts to their uh, to their really big games um you, you you can't see this game being made by any other development studio any other platform holder anybody else this is a game that just screams nintendo
1: steven yeah, I mean, I I picked up Smash as well. It's I'm gonna I'm pro- probably gonna Xenoblade Chronicles two that game, where it came out in December. So I'm gonna it's gonna be my next year's. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I I didn't want to um uh throw on throw Smash on right away when I would only played it for like uh, Josh said like just for like a week, but. I've definitely, I've put more time into Smash than, uh, into this Smash than I think all of the previous Smash games combined already, <laughs> except for maybe Melee, because I played a lot of Melee on GameCube, um, but it, it's like, you know, Brawl, I got Brawl, I, I went went out for the midnight launch, um, that was actually pretty funny, because it was 2008, I think, <laughs> It went out for the midnight launch, and, uh, it was cold and we're sitting in the car and people are lined up at gamestop and 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 uh my wife at the time was complaining she's like i can't believe we're out here doing this and she just kept complaining after about 10 minutes i was like okay fine we're gonna go home and i'll come back tomorrow by myself and i'll pick it up um but i got that game and uh didn't really play it very much i didn't play smash brothers brawl very much i don't think i ever unlocked all the characters uh and uh Then, like, the Wii U one came out, and I I really didn't touch it. and played it for a week or two on and off, and it didn't really, you know what I mean? I didn't really get it, but uh, Smash for Switch has just been, Smash Ultimate has been just crazy. Just playing it pretty much every day. I didn't didn't touch it to yesterday, but, uh, yeah, just best, I think the best Smash yet, at least for people like me who don't really know how to play.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm in that boat with you and Lloyd as well. I am terrible at Smash, but I've been having a blast with it. I've already got 30 hours into the game. I just grabbed my Switch and looked. That's that's crazy for me to have somehow managed to squeeze in 30 hours of gameplay on a game in a week because yeah. I, I've been so busy lately. Somehow, the ability to take this thing with you means that I can play it far more often than anything else. And yes, Smash is just awesome. And I think that I finally have nailed down my main, uh, which is Ridley. I love playing as Ridley. He's hmm. awesome. Josh, you are... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched this <laughs> yesterday. Oh, Josh, look at the
0: screen. Quick. Lloyd, hold it back up. Look at that. Is that painful for you? Uh, it's, it's okay. Mine's I, in a protective house. I still have one in the box, so I'm
1: good. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Ridley as seen in uh, Metroid Fusion. When he's right. frozen in the... <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Josh, you're meaning Mario, right? Yes. Yeah. Lloyd?
3: I'm meaning, uh whatever character I choose at random, and I suck equally as bad with all of them.
1: There you go. Steven? simon belmont simon simon's re- I,
2: I tried playing as simon i can't get my head around all his projectiles
1: yeah i was meaning samus from the, from the beginning and then once i unlocked simon i changed over to simon just such a giant stupid hardcore castlevania fan i couldn't not i loved that reveal
2: <laughs> that was a pretty sweet reveal i i still like to watch it where luigi gets killed it's just fantastic oh it's very satisfying
1: you're like finally
0: what? wow all right wow oh, no. this this took such a turn
1: <laughs> he's, he's my favorite he's probably my favorite like mario universe character luigi but it was still so satisfying to watch him get his ass kicked. Pardon my <laughs> English. it's a family show kirby's yeah. beating everybody <laughs>
2: uh lloyd you have a third one
3: i do is third the last one this it's going to make it really hard what i'm going to choose is that third and final or are we going to do number four
2: uh, well, we can do a fourth one if you want. I, I don't have okay. a fourth one. And neither do I.
3: Okay. Well, then I'll I'll kind of throw them together. Um, n- kind of my third is this game here, which is Starlink Battle for Atlas. Uh, it, which is secretly the best Star Fox game that has ever been made. Uh, even though it's not a Star Fox game. Um, played. So much of this, uh, it's super grindy, um, which because it's a Ubisoft game, that's kind of what they do. Um, so had a lot of fun with this one. Um, the fact that I have now have an R wing uh, with ridiculous weapons on it, which I should really just take off if I'm going to be storing it and displaying it. I have an R wing now in my house, which is pretty cool. I like that. Um, but for for real, what my my number three is since we only can have three, uh, Yoku's Island Express. Um, this is a game that. I thought was going to be dumb. I thought was going to be kiddie. Uh, and it kind of is, um, but in the best possible way. Uh, oh, yeah. This is uh, they're calling it a pin pinball vania. Um, so it's a Metroidvania with pinball mechanics. Um, the, best will... game, um, the, the, the best part of this game, the best part of this game, which is why I've recommended it to so many people with kids, is there's no possible way to die in this game. You can't die. Um, so the, um, the annoyance factor, um, from getting hot to a high perch and then dying and have to start over isn't there. Uh, you just get the joy of watching your pinball, um, careen down from the top of the stage all the way to the bottom. Um, so I know a lot of my friends that have kids, um, they've picked it up and and their kids have absolutely loved this game. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's an RPG. You're a little dung beetle that's attached to, up pinball um, it's probably not but let, we'll go with pinball uh, and uh, you basically get around the stage um, with bumpers and flippers and and all these things and it's not an overly long game um, but I had I had a stupid grin on my face um, from basically right when the game started to when I beat it uh, and I beat it in a couple days like I was just playing it and that's all I could think of so um, if you haven't picked it up yet and you like pinball and you like uh, Metroidvanias um this shouldn't work but it works so so well and yeah. I hope I hope we get more Pinball vanias coming out because m- my god this game is so 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 good
2: like Sonic's pinball mania what about that that'd be great or was then wasn't there a Metroid pinball game as well right there
3: was there was that too yeah yeah and a Kirby <laughs> pinball and Sonic pinball that that was a, a thing for a while and then I Mario guess pinball
1: be... Mario's pinball land
3: oh I forgot about that ah, that's I right I
1: never played that
3: Wow. Yeah, I think I think all these really bad games came out, and everybody said, "Yeah, we're not putting our mascot into a pinball game." Uh, <laughs> and this one came out, and it's been it's been long enough where uh, the, the 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 stink is kind of uh, dissipated. I think
1: that's yeah. such a clever game. Team Seventeen made that one, and uh, I had only heard really really great things out. it. And it's on and it's on everything. This isn't a Switch exclusive, but um, I had heard so many great things about it. I waited for the physical release to to be discounted a little bit and then i grabbed that one and i was just just shaking my head lloyd when you uh when you first get the noisemaker in that the the (laughs) horn how much how much how hard did you laugh the first time you hit that button and it's a Uh, it's a party horn
3: it yeah and continued to laugh for a long time because my kids were having just a blast with it and then i decided to not like it anymore um, because of that but but yeah no it's just the, the game is just the game's cute um the story is fantastic um all the character all the characters in the game are um are, are fun and um it, it really feels like something that pixar would make um yeah. it just has it just has this uh, character and and just a joy about the whole experience so yeah i on express express was just such a a, a great game to uh, come out this year on as you said pretty much every platform
1: awesome it's great on the switch take it everywhere exactly well my
2: third game in the list was uh smash so we already discussed that we can move on uh any last thoughts before we talk about the next topic
0: oh my fourth game would have been Fortnite. just throwing that out there oh man you know what i'm kidding (laughs) no you know what you
2: might be kidding but if i loaded up my switch it would tell me that that's the game that i played more than any other game this year which is crazy to me yeah <laughs> it's so fun it really is a fun game and like my son is constantly telling me dad have you have you played season seven yet have you played season seven there's airplanes and stuff and I've never seen a game that can reinvent itself so well uh so you know even though you're joking Josh that game is is fantastic and deserves an honorable mention in my opinion I just forgot
0: <laughs> too m- too many good games too many
2: Too many good games. Speaking of too many good games, we've got a lot of games coming out next year. So uh, let's take a look at the confirmed, and I'm going to say confirmed in quotes here, uh, 2019 exclusives. And uh, you guys can hop in with uh, your, like, what are you most excited for? So we've got Pokemon Gen 8, Animal Crossing, Yoshi's Crafted World. Although has that really been confirmed for 2019? Because they just keep saying, we're making it uh it's ready
1: yeah luigi's mansion is the latest claim yeah
2: yeah luigi's mansion 3 fire emblem three houses town which is that game from the same developers of pokemon game freak uh sayonara wild hearts demon ex machina marvel ultimate alliance 3 and travis strikes again those are the confirmed 2019 exclusives what jumps out at you guys uh lloyd start us off
3: um, I'm a Marvel zombie from, from back when I could just barely read, uh, read Marvel comics, love Marvel. Um, and when I heard that Marvel ultimate Alliance was coming out on the switch and it was a platform exclusive, I, I about, uh, fainted. Uh, I was just so, so happy. Um, my worry is that it's going to be a terrible game. Um, just like the ports of Marvel ultimate Alliance one and two that came to PlayStation four that I, I instantly on release day paid full price for And they are terrible. They are the worst ports um, of of an old game. I'm worried that this game might have issues, um, but I'm still really, really excited for it. Um, you, You take one of the games I mentioned earlier, Diablo, and you put on a Marvel coat of paint, and you have Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So I don't know how I can't get excited for that one. And like for something to come out of the game awards uh yet again a big Nintendo exclusive is dropped at the game awards and sets the internet on fire which is uh just a, a fantastic thing for uh for being a Nintendo fan. Yeah. Team Ninja uh,
0: is what I, I, makes I, me I, nervous about uh about Ultimate Alliance three. Sure. That's did yeah, yeah. they
2: make the other ones or not? no? Like, I can't remember. No they didn't but no. they did
0: other M and they've done other some other games that are just not like they've just they've had a few misses. But they've also had some other some other people have told me they've had some some other uh, games that weren't too bad. So it's it's kind of a mixed bag right now with them. But like the last Ninja Gaiden, like the one that was on Wii U 3 was terrible. Like it was just (laughs) trash. And so um, that's what makes me nervous because I love the first game. I never played the second one. I played the first one on 360 and loved that game. That was like a holiday like gem that we didn't realize we How much we were gonna play and it was like, oh my gosh, like it's four in the morning, you know, like it was it was good.
2: Fantastic couch co-op and those Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. good and it it it's the kind of thing that is perfect I I hate using this phrase, uh perfect for the Switch because you know it comes with those two controllers, and my guess is you'll probably be able to play single Joy-Con. Uh, I think that that looks great. Um Lloyd, what do you or not Lloyd, Steven, what what jumps out at you from this list?
1: I'll. I mean, I'll add that I was also really surprised about the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 uh, reveal. Uh, I was surprised enough that it's coming to Switch at all, but the fact that they're now saying that it's going to be an exclusive for the Switch is like, really? How did? (laughs) How? How long? How long is that going to be an exclusive for? Are we talking one week, two weeks, three weeks? (laughs)
3: I thought Disney liked money. They'd want it on everything.
1: (laughs) Right. And and I know the Switch is like this runaway success and it's huge. And I'm sure it will sell a bajillion copies, which is great for everyone involved. But just just don't expect it. You know, really didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Of those ones that you mentioned, I think the one I'm most excited for has got to be Animal Crossing. And I try not to get that excited about upcoming games when I know nothing about them. I mean, all we got for that was a logo, right? Mm-hmm. They they kind of Metroid Prime forward that one, um, but with what they did with New Leaf when they said, okay, this this game, this series is getting a little bit stagnant. Let's have everybody in the company have a say on what goes into this game. Let's put, you know, all of these voices in. Let's get a, a diverse range of voices in. It it made what is easily by far inarguably the best animal crossing game ever and i played i played well over 500 hours of animal crossing new leaf on 3ds um and i will probably outdo that on switch because it'll it'll look better and hopefully it'll play even better and it'll have even further refinements i hope they go up from scratch again like they did with new leaf and sa- and say let's reinvent this let's put all of the stuff that's already been in there, but we'll put a bunch more too. Let's give new mechanics. Let's, you can be the mayor. You don't have to be the mayor. You can, you know, have different, uh, different animals in different jobs. So it's not always copper as the <laughs> copper and booker as the, as the, 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 those dogs can be bartenders maybe um, <laughs> instead of, you know, uh, Brewster as the, as the barista. Now he's the cop, but it's like, it, it, it's, it's something that you, I can't help but be excited by Animal Crossing because even the bad ones, with the exception of City Folk, I mean, I put so much time, so much time into the other Animal Crossing games. So mm-hmm. it's like, can't wait, can't wait to be playing that, you know, handheld and then dock it in the TV and nice 1080p beautiful graphics. They better not disappoint <laughs> me on that. They can't help it they're gonna no matter what they're gonna disappoint me in some way
2: are we all but, uh, animal crossing fans
0: most played yeah. game on my on my uh, 3DS same, same here. I, My one hope with
3: uh, the switch, with the switch version, is with Nintendo's new mentality around their old IP, like having free, free NES games with your Nintendo Switch Online subscription. I hope that the little NES uh, systems will make a reappearance back in this version, so you can get your 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 NES ROMs back into Animal Crossing, because that was that was the reason why I bought the first Animal Crossing. It's like what I could play old NES games inside this other game. This is amazing. Picked up the game. And, and just instantly fell in love with it and doing kind of like the daily grind in in Animal Crossing. So I, I, I secretly hope that they bring all those uh, little NES systems back into this one. And you can play the same games that you already have in another app, but, uh, but inside of Animal Crossing.
2: Mm-hmm. So Stephen and Lloyd have both said things that they would like changed about Animal Crossing, basically. Uh, Josh. Is there anything that you would like changed for this version of Animal Crossing that would be different from the old one?
0: Uh, I don't know that I would that I would change anything from New Leaf, but just expand on it. Right. So like maybe allow us to um have like a yard that it could be, you know, set up barbecues, swing sets, that kind of stuff. I think with the, you know, with the ability to 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 play online, having allowing your friends to like maybe come set up shop. Like they've, they've, they've been, you know, pocket camp is about camping. They put a campground in, like maybe I want to roll up in my RV and hang out at your, in your place for a while and have, you know, and help out. And maybe I can either, I can stay when I save, I can either start back at my house or maybe I start up in, in your game. I, I don't know if that stuff's even feasible, but that's just kind of the, some of the stuff we've been, you know, we've been, we've been, uh, uh, chatting about the, uh, the thing that I'm probably just the most excited for is that my family gets so, so into this game. Like my my uh, f- three of my four kids all play this game. My wife, my wife has the new leaf uh, DS with all the the white one with all the different uh, um, cherry blossoms and all that stuff on it. You know, like this is this. It's it's a huge it's a it's a huge game for my household. So I'm I'm really looking forward just to being able to to to, it's not really couch co-op, but in a way it's going to be because we'll all sit down with our switches and put a movie on and just be like playing tag and that kind of stuff. And I loved what they added with New Leaf. Like they threw a Wii U into the game that allowed you to then play like uh, Puzzle League or whatever. I think that was the DS and then um, the the Wii U game that they added was one of the Terrible games from Amiibo Festival, so it was like, eh, whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but still, the fact that they were putting games in games again, I, 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 I really like that. So, um, yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to it.
2: If I could change one thing about Animal Crossing, and I, I have to point out that New Leaf was the first and only Animal Crossing game I've ever played, so mm. okay. uh, I'm completely blank slate on this. I can't stand the inventory management. It is such a chore. It's so it much better now.
0: <laughs> is it? How can it? How can it, it, it be worse than that? Oh, play I,
2: the it other felt games. Like I was back in the days of Diablo One, <laughs> oh, where I've got to make sure that this. Uh, I'm playing Tetris with my <laughs> with my backpack or something. You want yeah. games and games? That's what the inventory <laughs> management was. I I just want them to fix that.
1: Best example for you, Bill, is that. Uh, in the GameCube in the the first one that came to the US the GameCube one Fruit did not stack Think about that for a minute Oh moment. my god Yeah <laughs> Yeah I would yeah. have thrown so that thing You could hold thing... 15 pieces of fruit at a time if you didn't hold anything else You That's also terrible. didn't have the quick swap you know how you can push left and right on the D-pad D- on the 3DS one yeah. to switch between your tools Mhm You couldn't do that Had to you open your to push down to put your tool away yep. push up to take it out didn't have that Yep Half your um, time
3: was spent in menus in the GameCube version, mm-hmm. pretty much, doing yeah. management and moving stuff around.
1: So you would do things like you would fill your uh, your letter slots with uh, envelopes and you would stuff things into those envelopes just so that you could get them out of your inventory. And you can still do that with some things on the 3DS. Like, you can't put a fish in a letter. Uh, but you can, you know, I love that 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 error message that comes up. You can't put a fish in a letter, um, but uh, but yeah, just about anything else you can you can stuff them in, in in letters. But it was man, you know, when when I started playing New Leaf and I discovered entirely by accident that you can stack fruits of the same kind up to nine in a slot. I was like, this is go- this is going to change the universe. This is unbelievable, and I think that. After that, every other, like, obtuse little decision that they made that, you know, like, oh, now I'm going to open the gate. I want to open the gate to let people in. Okay, so you want to open the gate? Yes. Okay, so so I'm going to open the gate for you, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so you want me to just go and do that now? Yes, you can do that now. All right, well, I'm going to save your game first. Okay. All right, now I'm saving your game. Okay, so now I should open the gate? Yes. All right, I'm going (laughs) to open the gate now. And then the gate opens, and you're like... Everybody else went to bed. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah, that seems about right. Still got
1: that, but that even that used to be worse.
2: Well, my, uh, hopefully my... that
1: get hopefully they get
2: Thanos to come and like blow up their UI designers <laughs> or something with a snap, and uh, everything will
0: be better. Yep. They've had long enough, right? Like how long's it like been? Yeah, tw- I, I
1: think twenty
0: twelve, twenty thirteen. It's it's been a long time, and the thing is like. They kept teasing it with the Wii U. They gave us like this, uh, this little like, uh, oh, like, the Plaza, yeah, thing. the Plaza. So you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait! It's you could basically step into this thing, and it just had the tree growing, and all of the characters showed up there, and it it mm-hmm. it, it, it lasted for like a couple of years, and then they took it away, and then you know yeah, Amiibo yeah. Festival comes out, and they release all the Animal Crossing Amiibo, and you're thinking, okay, it's. I'm kinda of glad they waited, honestly. Like I have a yeah. feeling this game has been uh has has been in development for an extremely long time and I think mm-hmm. we're all going to reap the rewards of this. And I gotta say my favorite yeah. thing about Animal Crossing is pitching it to somebody. Like, yeah, this game, you get a job, you get a house, you get a mortgage, you gotta work all the time. It's super fun. They're like, this sounds like real life. What are
1: you talking about? I'm like there's a raccoon who comes around and tries to break your kneecap. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's great. It's great. But in the GameCube version, my uncle took a pixelated uh uh, photograph of my face and then sent it to me. So like I have characters running around in the GameCube that have my face on their shirts, on their hats. <laughs> I, like it's hilarious. That's
2: awesome. <laughs> I think that that whole Amiibo festival, if we look at what, what um, Game Freak and uh, the Pokemon company did this year with Pokemon Let's Go, where they're, they're basically using the assets that they've developed for Pokemon Gen 8 and they released another game and that sounds like a horrible money grab, but that game's awesome. But they released another game using those assets. I feel like that's exactly what Nintendo is doing with Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. They just said, look, we've been working on this game forever. We've got all these assets. We can easily dump those into a money grab board game thing and maybe make some money back. And I I feel like that's what Amiibo Festival was was yeah. just a way for them to monetize assets that they were already working on for another game. And it just did sure. not work out nearly as well as Pokemon Let's Go did.
3: And the only good thing from that experiment was the Nooklings amiibo. That's the the <laughs> only thing that... The only, the only I don't know, silver lining to that really dark cloud is we got a Nooklings <laughs> amiibo. And, and everything like, else can forget about it.
1: I still think it's funny, those all those Animal Crossing amiibo they put out, that like must have sold so poorly or at least relative to how many they manufactured. I bought every one of those the day it came out for full (laughs) price. I mean, whatever, 20% off on Amazon, whatever they were doing with Amiibos at the time, every one of them. And they're still sitting on my shelf and now they can be had for like a nickel. (laughs) I
0: I have two full sets, one opened and whatnot. And I was, (laughs) I was in, I was in a store last night that full of Animal Crossing amiibo, selling the three pack with KK slider or whatever for $10. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. So I've, uh, we've talked about it for a while. I don't remember who brought up Animal Crossing.
1: I uh, believe it was me. Okay. Was so me. Josh,
2: what from this list gets you uh, most excited because we've already heard
0: from Lloyd and Steven. I mean, it is, it, it's going to be Animal Crossing. That's definitely the one that I'm, that I'm, Okay. most excited for but if i had to if i had to go with the uh, let me say this there's n- none of the games other than animal crossing coming out next year are games that i'm like yes i can't wait for i'm a super fan of but what i hope is that changes after i get to play some of those games so like fire emblem games i've never really gotten into i'm i'm really really hoping to get into this next one Right, Luigi's Mansion I think is great. They're fun games to play through. I've only played this the one on the DS, and I didn't even complete it, but but I really liked what I played. Um, you know, so I, and are we gonna see Metroid? Are we gonna see Bayonetta three? We don't know. They're not. Nothing's confirmed, right? But uh, those if those two games came out, I would be I would be way hyped. Yeah, awesome. And I, I'm kind
2: of with you. I think the you guys have already talked about the ones. Well. I, I think I'm most excited for Pokemon Gen 8. Uh, if Pokemon Let's Go is any indication of how much fun I'll have with Pokemon on Switch, I think Gen 8 is pretty exciting for me. I'm not excited at all for Travis Strikes Again because I've never played any of those games. Um, and then Fire Emblem. I always try and love Fire Emblem, but I they don't hold my attention enough. Maybe now that I can play it... like. I, I, I stream on Twitch and I can't stream from my DS. And uh, that's a lot of the reason why I've never really enjoyed a Fire Emblem game as much because I'm always like, wow, I'm playing a game. I should be streaming this. And then I can't stream that. So Fire Emblem Three Houses, I'll be able to stream. Do you guys think it'll be three different games? Like, is that the that's kind of the, the way that Nintendo has been going um. with Pokemon and Fire Emblem for a
0: while now? I wouldn't be surprised and I'll say this if there is three games and they do any kind of special edition, do not miss pre order like make sure you pre order that because those games go up in value so quickly. Look yeah. look at any of the DS titles, even the ones that aren't that old, that have like two games on one cart, they they're they are not cheap. They are not cheap.
1: Yeah. I got the uh, the the three games the th- the last 3DS one Fates mm-hmm. where they put the three games in the one box for the limited edition. Mm-hmm. I got that pre-ordered uh, the moment it went up, and then it was gone, and it never came back up ever anywhere at any price. And then after launch, they were like hundreds of dollars for that. Yeah, yep. and like I'm so glad I got that ordered when I did. The Fire Emblem games, just like you said, they I mean they go they go. Out of stock so quickly, but I think that may have changed now because when the last one came out on the 3DS, uh, what was that one called? The one in the brown box with the it was a remake of Gaiden.
2: Oh, what, I, I know what you're talking. I can't remember the yeah, name. I know what you're talking. Yeah. It wasn't. I thought it was Fire Emblem Gaiden.
1: Maybe it was just called that. I don't For some reason, I can't remember the, the title. But anyway, uh, that one they put it out with a limited edition and a regular Echoes. edition. Echoes. Thank you. And then it kept they, it kept coming back in stock. The limited edition kept mm. coming back in stock after it shipped. That, was, uh, that, that, that game was actually the big turning point for me with Amazon, where I stopped buying games on Amazon when I had the option of buying them somewhere else because it's another game that went in a paperboard box and Amazon shipped it to me in a bubble mailer Ugh. and it got wrecked. And then Amazon didn't have any more and they wouldn't do anything for me. They were like, well, I mean, you can send it back for a refund. And I'm like, I don't want a refund. I want this game, but not all beat up. And they're like, well, we don't have it, and uh yeah, so that was a pain in the neck. But uh but yeah, I mean, it seems like that one kept coming back into stock. Like a week later, two weeks later, they had another shipment of them, and then like six months later, they were still getting shipments of them at Amazon and Best Buy. So I was like, well, all right, maybe they've stopped making them as limited. Maybe they learned from the Fates experience. So maybe that would be the case with Three Houses as well. Could be. Fingers I still crossed. Risk it. Yeah, still don't
2: risk it. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. Nintendo's got us pretty well nailed down that um, Mm -hmm. we're so terrified that we won't be able to get something that we always buy stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and I always buy the Fire Emblem games because I love them, but I am way behind. I've yet to finish a Fire Emblem game and I have them all. (laughs) Like every one of them, all the way back to the first GBA one. I've got them all.
2: Typical JRPG. I've yet to finish one. (laughs) 30,000
0: hours of gameplay. Mm Mm-hmm yeah i didn't read the Uh, tutorials in awakening i don't want to
1: do this
0: (laughs) say that again josh oh i didn't read the tutorials in awakening so i'm literally stuck in an area where i can't walk through a wall i'm like (laughs) i don't know how to open the stupid gate
1: (laughs) (laughs) you need to get a key you need to kill somebody they will drop a key
0: (laughs) they're stuck on the other side of the wall i'm trying to shoot arrows like what's going on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> so those are the confirmed exclusives we've got a whole bunch of multi-platform and ports coming to the switch as well we've got uh super mario brothers u deluxe which is really a combination of super mario bros u and super luigi u uh all of the final fantasy games are coming to the switch we've got dragon quest 11 dragon quest builders 2 i'm looking at you steven uh tales of vesperia Crash Team Racing, Team Sonic Racing, Mortal Kombat 11, Doom Eternal, Resident Evil 1, 4, and 0, and Ace Attorney Trilogy. Are any of these on your wish lists for next year? All of them.
3: Mortal Kombat 11. Like, who would have predicted that that would be coming a day and date with the other platform. Well, apparently, day and date with the other platforms on the Nintendo Switch. Like I, that that blew me away almost as much as all the other um, announcements at the Game Awards uh, yeah. that that was coming to the Switch. Um, I just not not a game that you'd expect on a Nintendo platform in the first place, just because third party manufacturers are like, ah, oh, no one's going to buy it on on the Switch. Um, but the fact that they are putting it out day and date—I mean, that just. That surprised me. I mean, it's ultra violent and not family friendly, and not a game that anybody listening to this should probably play if you're a kid. Um, but the fact that it is coming on the all Switch, all the kids, um, we turned just,
2: out okay. Just right? went to try and yeah. find their <laughs> copies of *Mortal Kombat* 11 <laughs> L- because you said that I shouldn't play that. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go play that. I mean, y-
3: you should play it. It's it's a family friendly game that's wholesome. and <laughs> It's like your a parents job.
1: love it. Your parents love it.
3: It's your parents' favorite <laughs> video game. Um, but yeah, the fact that that's coming on the Switch just kind of blew my my mind
1: yeah uh steven yeah you know and that's that's i had forgotten about that already but uh because i'm not a mortal combat person really but uh those games were always kind of a punchline um but yeah very very violent entertaining trailer that was for that one right um and i just learned today that i guess crash team racing is coming to switch as well i thought that it was is. a ps4 exclusive
3: yeah it's coming coming to i think all the platforms as well
1: are, are
2: you guys p- fans of those other? Uh, poor man and poor urban's Mario Kart games.
3: I'm a fan of the Sonic one, it. Crash Team Racing. I I own it twice on PlayStation Two, and and one of them's unopened and the other one is unplayed, and I just got them in trades and and bundle pickups and things like that so i own them and i've never really played them so yeah not a not a big fan of the the crash bandicoot stuff but the sonic ones have been fantastic the sonic one on wii u um was secretly the best kart racer on the wii u because it wasn't just a kart racer so yeah. i think i played that one more than almost well i won't say more than mario kart but but close to the same amount of time as i did play mario kart
2: josh yeah, are you going to be playing any of these games on gamers in Carts getting interviewed
0: uh, well, I mean, I've got Hello Kitty cruisers, so I mean, I will. I had to buy that because I it's lost an evergreen
1: title because really. I lost
0: in tennis. And so I had to stream, <laughs> I had to stream that. But um, I'm honestly not like I love Mario Kart so much that like it kind of ruined me. I'll try him. I'll 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 give him a go, you know, and uh, but I saw this morning there's a chance that that crash game got de- is going to be delayed on the switch and won't be releasing on the 21st like. Uh, I think it was like April 21st or something like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll give them a go, but I, I have secret hopes that we're going to see some kind of Mario Kart announcement next year. So that's really, I, I mm. well, we haven't seen any kind of DLC and I think we can look at numbers right now and go, unless there's a Mario card, a Mario game or a Zelda game, nothing seems to like sell through the roof. Pokemon will be up there, right? Cause it's always up there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and Smash I'm sure is gonna just crush some records. But I feel like I feel like personally, I wanna see Nintendo do another year one like they did with the the year one of the Switch. I wanna see I wanna see something of that magnitude happen again. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know.
1: You don't think Animal Crossing does that? Because it sold I, it bananas on the three. Pokemon
3: AM. Animal Crossing. I
1: think they
0: do Fire really emblem, well, but I don't know that Yoshi. they do as well as a Mario and uh And Zelda, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think for us who are fans, we're like, oh, it's 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 amazing. But like, think about somebody that just just got into the like, got another got the switch and they haven't played since GameCube or 64 Animal Crossing. Unless they do some research about it, they're like, what is this? This is one of those titles that that they would look at the shelf and go, I have no clue what this is. Even looking at the back of the box, they're like, get a house, get a mortgage, right? Yeah. (laughs) The only reason I even tried that game is because I heard somebody
2: gush about it on a podcast over and over again. I was like, okay, I'll finally try it. And then I was convinced. So you've got a pretty good point there. Um, I don't think that they'll ever match the first year. Like, that's insane to me. But maybe we could talk about this a little bit. Um, Mario Kart 9. What the hell do they add to Mario Kart to make it justify another number i personally for me i would rather they just do dlc just send out new tracks and new characters and and just keep adding on mario kart 8 deluxe but is there anything that you guys think that they could add to the game that would say this is worth a 60 dollar purchase again
0: to to me here's the part of the reason i think it's coming i don't think the engine's changing right we've already seen eight run really really well it looks gorgeous right does. So why change the engine? We saw him do it with uh, with Galaxy on the Wii, right? One and two, which was unheard of, really. And I think what we've seen with with uh, Smash Ultimate, if they launched nine with every Mario Kart track that had the eight uh, uh retouch, you know, we're adding the gliders and yeah. and adding the upside down and that kind of stuff. I would be more than happy with that, especially if it had a good battle mode and everything like that seems like that's a ton of content right there. If it was yeah. every Mario Kart track, I'm I'm so on board I, take my sixty dollars right now,
1: including Donkey Kong Jr.
0: Yeah. Get it, Make it make it Mario Kart Ultimate. Right. That's I'm mm-hmm. I'm totally down. So more and maybe like throw-
2: a games as a service kind of thing where maybe when the next like I've been talking about this uh, for a while now. Make the next Mario Kart game, Mario Kart Ultimate, and then when it comes out on the next version of whatever Nintendo console we end up with, you buy the game again, and all of the stuff that you, you buy that version of the game and all of the stuff that you have done in the previous version gets moved forward, mm-hmm. and they just keep keep snowballing on that over and over, kind of like if I. Um, I, I guess I don't have a a good example, but you know, if I, I just moving from
0: one computer to another, all monster hunter goes with me, monster hunter generations, right? Move from the DS to the switch. The, the other thing that I think is, is a, is a possibility is we get ultimate, right? The ultimate Mario Kart. It has all the tracks all the characters that have ever been in Mario Kart Now DLC is a Kirby DLC. You introduce Kirby, you introduce four Kirby tracks. You have mm-hmm. a Samus DLC, you have a star Fox DLC, you know, it just like, it, it seems like there could be just endless opportunity there. And yeah. you know, they've said they want to do games as a service. I, I think we're, my gut feeling is I think we'll see Mario Kart sooner than later. May not be next year. That may be too soon, but I I think we're still going to see something on the Switch. And yeah. and yeah.
2: if um, if you buy the Kirby DLC when you when you play it on the next Nintendo system, you have that DLC locked to your account, so that you can keep playing it. Love it. That's how I look at it. What do you think, Lloyd?
3: Um, a, a couple, a couple thoughts on this one. I, I think that uh, we shouldn't be getting Mario Kart Nine. What they should be doing is just adding DLC finally to Mario Kart Eight, um, because if we know anything about Nintendo, uh, it's that they love to sell old games for full retail price. And uh, if they can continue to sell Mario Karts, um, that uh, the 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 actual Mario Kart game that's already in stores, um, for the same price, retail price, um, and just um, bring out a bunch of DLC packs, um, like you said, Josh, the Kirby pack and the, uh, you name it, uh, the Fire Emblem pack and the uh, Earthbound pack. <laughs> See, uh, Marth in
0: a cart, I love it. Dude. Just swords, <laughs>
3: they add swords to the to the game, like stuff like that. I, I think that would be ultimately the the best thing that they could do for Mario Kart instead of coming out with a whole new game. Um, personally that's what I feel Um, but I think where they should be focusing is something new like bring out Diddy Kong Racing again like do something that isn't Mario Kart let Mario Kart exist as this game that everybody that owns a Switch is going to buy and then come out with something new F-Zero F-Zero Star Fox Grand Prix Star Fox Grand Prix yeah like I would love I would much rather see a whole new racing battle whatever game as something new and then them basically take the game that we already have we already own and probably haven't played as much as we should have and just add more DLC to it. I, I would just, uh, personally, that's thats what I would love to see.
1: Stephen? How much money do you think F-Zero GX lost for Nintendo? It must have been an astounding amount of money based on how they've looked at that franchise since. They didn't even develop that game. They just published it. Totally. You know, that was because that was Sega Amusement Vision. But it was so good f-zero gx is so good i still like playing it today even though i'm it's terrible great. at it kind of like smash
0: yeah no
1: it's but... great
3: i I wonder how much money they've made on like all these weird arcade things like the f-zero arcade and the mario kart arcade and all these other like arcade things it's like huh okay we sell a game we we, we produce a game we develop a game we publish a game and it makes x and we give the license to someone else like namco to make an arcade thing and we make x times 10 let's just do that um it makes me wonder if that's that's what they're they're looking at for f-zero but I, i'd love to see another f-zero game that was yeah we've so much fun in this house has been well not in this house because f-zero is old but in the other houses uh have so much fun playing <laughs> f-zero with uh with my now wife uh then girlfriend um having a new one come out would be fantastic
1: because then you, got, you know fast racing neo
2: and that's yeah, that great. One just, it, I, I I, bought that when it first came out because that was like one of the launch games for the Switch and it just felt like this isn't F-Zero. It felt, felt like, like a PlayStation game. What's that? It felt like a PlayStation
0: game. Yeah.
3: <laughs> this it isn't just, F-Zero and this isn't Wipeout. This is <laughs> Fast Racing Neo. Go have fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: And of course, there was nobody to play with either. So there was the, that. I think the beauty of, of talking about games like F-Zero and... And you know, possibly Wave Race, Excite Bike, 1080, the, the, those old uh, series with a healthy Nintendo, all of those things are possible again. They can take risks again and not have them be, not have them be like detrimental to to the system, right? The- we need another
3: Excite Bots, is what we need. I want more Super Sandwiches <laughs> in my racing game. <laughs>
0: I just want to see some of these, like give us an extreme sports. I don't know that it would do that. Well, I don't think that's a, it's a hot thing anymore. Right. That, that people would, but I know for, for us old timers, it's like, man, I'd love to play Excite, but again, when I jump into, yeah, wave race 64, uh, the blue storm on GameCube, the game's gorgeous. Yeah. So much fun, but you know, who's the main character in that? Who's like, I don't know that that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know that it works anymore. Right.
2: Well, did anybody know who the main character was in F-Zero before
0: Smash Falcon? No, but it had characters, right? There was story there. You know what I'm like? Whereas like you could just say, oh, we're making a wave race game or, you know, wave runner game. Cool. Let's 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 jump on jet skis. Whereas like now it's like wait a minute, I could play a game that has airplanes and I jump out of the sky and I have to collect loot and all—you know it's like there's so much stuff that that younger generations are used to with games to say, hey, go race on a jet ski. They're like, what?
1: (laughs) That's a mini game in GTA. What are you talking about? There'll be jet
0: skis in Fortnite soon. So what do I need? (laughs) (laughs) There will,
2: there will. (laughs) All right, what do you guys think about the rumored... Uh, you know about metroid prime 4 do you think it's coming this year or i, I think mean it's next be year a ho-
3: holiday i think it's gonna be yeah. a holiday 2019 release and it's gonna it's gonna be um it's gonna come out a couple months after the trilogy because we've already seen the box art for trilogy or what people are saying is the box art for the metroid prime trilogy so i think we'll get that at like maybe june july and then in november we'll get uh, metroid prime 4 if we and do- that's my own That's my happy little world, and I'm going to live in it until Nintendo proves me wrong.
2: If we do get (laughs) the Metroid Prime Trilogy, the second and third ones were exclusively made with motion controls in mind. Am I correct in that?
0: The third one. Second was on GameCube. Just the third one. Okay.
2: Do you guys think that, and and I'll, I'll talk to you about it, Stephen, do you think that... Nintendo will change that, or will it be full on motion control, or will it be, you know, you get to pick if you want to use motion control or a more traditional input input method?
1: Okay. Well, I guess there's two different things here is which is Nintendo going to do and which would I want Nintendo to do. Sure. But you asked which is Nintendo going to do. Um history told us that like in the trilogy, when they put the trilogy out for Wii and they put it out for Wii U. The only option for playing those was with the Wii Remote and Nunchuck. Um, I would expect that they would probably continue on that tack, which is to say you have to play all three Metroid Prime 1, 2, 3 HD for Switch. You have to play them with the Joy-Cons. I had to look at them to remember what they were called. They were a name tag. <laughs> um, Even though that and... made
2: me, that would mean you couldn't
1: play it portably, though.
2: And the yeah, switch is all about truly. portability or yeah, portability.
1: I mean, but they could they could put other motion controls where you have to tilt because, but that would be annoying, I guess, to have <laughs> Splatoon to, to do that. But they've done it before, right? Didn't they do that with uh, what was the one where they uh, Splatoon, right? Splatoon two. Yeah, but that had other control options too, didn't it? Mm-hmm. You could turn off the motion, correct? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would hope that they would give you all kinds of options. Like my my ideal situation would be one where. Whether I wanted to or not, whether I actually exercise this option or not, I want to be able to take my switch, put it in the dock, plug in my USB GameCube adapter that I use for Smash, pick up a GameCube controller, and play Metroid Prime, the original Metroid Prime in HD with the original GameCube controls. Um, but will they give me that option? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I mean they can't it. make us use Wii remotes. That's true, right? So they I'm, have to change the controls in some way.
3: I'm going to come out and say that Nintendo fails unless you can use this to play your Metroid Prime Trilogy, your uh, Pokeball <laughs> okay. Plus. So Press it's a this failure. to launch a missile. Exactly. Yeah, hit the top button to win. Um, if we can't do that, I think it's a bit of a failure on Nintendo's part.
1: Mm-hmm. Super play
0: mode. Josh? So it was super play. I mean, I feel like we've seen... Uh, I feel like we've seen Nintendo take some... Um, some steps in the right direction when it comes to this kind of stuff where they just give options. Yeah. Odyssey, you could play it split joy con like you did galaxy. If that's what you were comfortable with, or you could play it with the controller, you could play it handheld. You could do, you could do whatever you want. And then, and then you see, uh, and this wasn't necessarily a uh, Nintendo, but then the, the game, the world ends with you comes out and like, what is it's like a point and click adventure and it, this was on DS and it was really like crazy control scheme before so that was kind of strange that we didn't see um, that we didn't see options with that game but like you know tennis has motion it also has handled I, I think we're gonna see I think we're gonna see both I mean look at Doom look at Splatoon look at yeah. look at uh, Wolfenstein. They're, they're 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 shooters they know people want to play with those twin sticks at this point like they they have to understand that and they i feel like it would be a huge misstep if we can't play yeah. metroid that way and honestly i like I, i've said this on 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 my show before but like i want to see metroid become the halo uh oh yeah f- for nintendo totally right to where it's like like samus becomes a household name like master chief you know, and that, that there's that there's not only an incredible single player game, but there is an incredible multiplayer game there, too. You know, because if you think about the things she can do rolling into the ball and and draw and, and leaving bump like you, they could make multiplayer maps that are just absolutely insane. Things that we've never seen before that, you know, running through tunnels and and then taking a shortcut because you've you, you know, you've morphed into the ball and got away like, man, it, that kind of stuff excites me. I just and I feel like they they need to take that kind of risk with this game, like make it something big. Don't don't be reserved, like take take that risk and 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 push for it to be the halo on the, the switch, because we don't have that Splatoon. You shoot the ground, not each other. Right. Like, I mean, at the at the right. end of the day, yeah. that's the point of the game. And so to have something a little more mature, something that's a little more modern. I I'm all for it. I'm, you know, I'm all for it. I love Metroid. I would love to see see it taken to the next level sure
3: i I think the reality is we're living in a different time for nintendo with uh a newer younger president um a lot of the decisions that they've made over the last little bit like the creators program and 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 just a lot of other things where they're very like modern decisions which typically isn't a nintendo decision um makes me think that um they would have taken what they learned from uh, Starfrock Zero, where it's like, nope, you're going to play it by holding your, <laughs> your Wii U thing in the air and you're going to love it. You're going to drop it on your face and you're going to laugh about it. All that crazy stuff that you had to do with that. I think they learned a really hard lesson where... Nintendo brass is coming out and saying, you know what, sure, Mr. Designer person, you may want them to do this, but we're going to add other controls for people with accessibility issues with, um, maybe people that just don't like motion controls. So I have a feeling that when the trilogy comes out, they're going to have um, dual stick controls. And when Metroid four comes out, it's going to be dual stick controls. They're still going to have the motion controls for people that like it. Um, If I I know bill, you're a motion control fan. I, I detest them. Um, So there's people on both sides of, of this argument and hopefully they can make both of us happy by, by just adding in, adding in options instead of typical old Nintendo is you're going to do this and you're going to love it because we know fun um hopefully yeah. that that isn't that isn't what happens here with uh, Metroid 4
2: Well Nintendo well first off just before people come after me with pitchforks and torches and I'm not a fan of motion controls I'm a fan of gyroscopic aiming Added into regular controls Sorry. just just before people get that's, mad at that's me. What I that's what I meant. <laughs> um, but Nintendo's been incredibly inconsistent about like allowing you to do the things that you want to do. Like you look at Smash Brothers just came out. Uh, you can turn the music down. Thank God. I, not not that I don't like the music, but sometimes I want to listen to my music. Um, then you look at Pokemon. Pokemon Let's Go. You you have to use the motion controls unless you are in handheld mode. I can't sit there with my pro controller and just tap a button to play. That drives me crazy. Uh, Nintendo, it just seems to be all over the place. Like one side of the the office is all like, we're going to give options under your chair. You get an option. You get an option. Everybody has options. Oprah's shaking her hands at the sky. And then the other side of the office is, you're going to do it our way or you're not going to play at all. And I, I feel like, somebody needs to be there to kind of get the the guys who are on the other side of the office saying you're going to do it our way and introduce them to the people on the the Oprah side of the office because it drives me bananas when I don't have options in games and uh mm, yeah. I I think that Nintendo I think Nintendo has to have traditional controls for Metroid yeah because this the the thing about this device is it is all about being able to take it with you and play it on the go. And if I have to set it up in tabletop mode every time that I want to play, I'm just not gonna play it. Um yeah. but anyway, that's just me. I, I, I worry about decisions that will be made. So fingers crossed. Sure.
3: My my hope with the whole Pokemon Go thing is you had the people that developed this little piece of tech that says, we want to sell $50 Pokeballs to people to play this game. And if you take motion controls out of this game, no one's going to buy our $50 Pokeballs. Um, so please keep just motion controls in the game. That My hope is that is what it was. It was a decision to sell a peripheral, not a decision to lock people in because we prefer its best. Um, but yeah, time will tell with that. I mean, that said, I really love the Pokeball, Um, but I I don't want to have like a metroid ball to play metroid prime oh you're gonna and get I, a have hand to, cannon a little morph
1: ball There's that has a little microphone <laughs> uh,
3: you, well it just has a little microphone and you have to go pew 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 <laughs> to do all your shooting oh, damn it man. i gave nintendo an idea sorry nintendo yeah, don't lot, uh, don't listen to that
2: <laughs> all right
0: uh any, any last thoughts about 2019 the last thing for me with metroid is that you can the 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 game itself her being a bounty hunter just leaves itself open for so much content down the road because metroid had not we hadn't seen anything other than other m i had wanted i'm like my idea for that series was like make it like a like a small indie title you know just going back to the 2d stuff that like 10 bucks gets you the game five bucks uh each time a new bounty shows up you know and you go and do more missions and like you know or what you know whatever the the price is 2 bucks whatever but um that game so leads itself to a um a games as a service because of the fact that she is a bounty hunter and she could just receive like hey here's your next mission here's your next yeah. mission
2: you know I mean Mr. Furukawa uh current president of Nintendo he he did say when he was first um I don't know sworn in or whatever it is that they do uh, when he first took over for Mr. Kimishima, he he specifically said, I would like to see us bring more DLC to our big titles. Uh, so that's, uh you know, that lends itself to exactly what you're talking about, Josh. Uh, it lends itself very much to what you're talking about, Lloyd, where you, when you were talking about Mario Kart, uh, I would like to see that exact same thing. I don't want to buy a Mario Kart 9. I just want them to patch Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and say, and now it's called Mario Kart and just move forward. Um, And, and I want to see DLC for Metroid where, you know, maybe every six months they're like, and you've got this new space pirate that you have to hunt down. There's this cool map and, you know, all these things. And of course, the multiplayer stuff that Josh is talking about is going to be there too. I think that that would be a win for everybody. And maybe it'll solve the problem that Nintendo has had with Metroid for a really long time that it just doesn't sell very well.
0: I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. The other reason I'm optimistic about Mario Kart is because of Mario Kart two are coming out. I feel like they would be a miss to not like keep a, you know, here's our mobile game. And then shortly after, kind of like they did with animal crossing, you know, but I, I, it could just be false hope. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he looks so sad you never know so speaking of things that look sad um the the next i'm right the, here i'm sorry uh the, the next thing that i wanted to talk about is is this the year that nintendo finally killed the 3ds if we look at their releases this year they had luigi's mansion yokai watch blasters yokai watch blasters the other version WarioWare gold <laughs> captain toad sushi striker dylan's Dead Heat Breakers for some reason, and then Detective Pikachu. Like, they really didn't launch a whole lot of stuff this year. And are we finally seeing the demise of the system that launched in 2011, for crying out loud? Uh, What do you think, Steven?
1: I... I would expect that Nintendo's approach on that would be to taper off their own development on the platform and just let third parties continue to make their annual Just Dance uh, (laughs) or whatever else comes to 3DS. I mean, do they put Just Dance on 3DS? That would be kind of funny, I guess. They put
2: it everywhere, but I can't imagine how you'd play.
1: (laughs) It'd be fantastic. Uh, Tilt thing going on? I want that now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's all I've
0: ever wanted. But
1: (laughs) finally, all of my gaming career has been leading up to the moment where they put uh just dance on the original the original 3ds the small one with the without the oh my god they had guitar hero power pad
2: you know? uh peripheral that you could plug into the to the yes. to the to the thing
1: <laughs> oh, man. which would obviously be wired yeah. yes don't so
0: don't kick that cord be careful
1: <laughs> oh god
0: all right josh um, okay go ahead yeah, steven i, I thought you were done.
1: happen no that's it just I, I i think we're gonna see an end to first party development on there but you you continue to see you know your annual third party releases and shovelware continue to pour out as long as the platform will sustain it
2: but we still have um oh god isn't there another game that nintendo has already announced that's coming next year
3: is it Mario. I remember something from a direct, but I can't remember what it was. I do remember people complaining on Twitter, "Why is this on 3DS?" Well, they say that of everything that comes on 3DS, yeah. but I, I do remember that recently.
0: Did that Mario? Did the, the uh, didn't? Mario. Wasn't there a Mario RPG, Mario that, and yeah. Luigi or something like? Oh yeah, Bowser's Inside Bows Story, story, story. Yeah. something like that. But did it release already, or is it coming out? I can't remember. I think it's coming next I think it's year. Still coming. I think. Like I think so. Uh, look,
2: I'll be. I mean. Josh is single-handedly keeping this industry alive, by the way.
0: Uh, Yeah, i bought four (laughs) DSs this holiday already. (laughs) Like, and... No, Josh. Bad Josh. Bad Josh. I'm
2: I'm having a a hard time... (laughs) Stop encouraging them. Rub (laughs) his nose in his DS pile.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a really hard time not buying the the Mario Maker one because it looks so (laughs) awesome, you know. But, I mean... It's so perfect for kids to introduce them to this, this series. You know, we just got my niece one and you know what it did? My daughters now and her are playing Mario Kart, like religiously, like it's, it's crazy. They are so um, into this all of a sudden. And I, I I love it. I love it. I think it's great. My other uh, nieces and nephews, like they're like three and six years old, right? Like, I'm not going to put a switch in their hand, but they come over, they play Switch, the Mario Kart being able to have assist, you know, a, a drive assist and acceleration assist, that kind of stuff. They'll sit and play that for hours. So I'm like, this is a perfect system. It comes with Mario Kart loaded on it. I, mean, I think Reggie recently talked about the fact that, like, they're going to keep supporting this thing because it it sits in that, like. Look, 79 bucks for a console that they're still making a profit on. And the profit probably only goes up each year because to manufacture those parts only has to go down, I would assume.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I, I, yeah. personally, I think it's great if they want to re- revamp it and and get another console in that place, do the 4DS or whatever. Like, fine, but I think it would be a little bit redundant. We're going to put an HD screen on a DS and then and then split the split the handheld market between the two systems. I don't think so. I think it makes the most sense to keep this as more of a dumbed down thing. Don't put anything super stellar on it. They already have a stellar library of like, you know, if you if you look at that library, it's it's insane. And if somebody's it's the best just getting in gaming, it, it's unreal. It's unreal. And so if you if you have a kid that's getting into the system for the first time, they have so many games that they can get at I mean, most of the games. The first party games other than Mario Kart, Nintendo, please lower the price, um, are, are 20 bucks, 20 bucks for Animal Crossing. I, you know what I got last night on sale? Super Mario 3D Land for seven ninety nine.
2: Hmm. Like, that's an that awesome is- game
0: yeah for that that's price fantastic. i couldn't like i'm like i can't pass this up that'll go with one of, that'll go for my nephew you know how does so, that play on a 2ds though because this, there's
2: a lot of stuff where like being able to see it in 3d changes like makes the game better I, yeah
0: personally i'd never really turned the 3d on for that game i played it mostly 2d the entire time oh okay so mm-hmm. you know but that's just there's very few games i turned the 3d on i think luigi's mansion was one of them that i played with the 3d on and and uh Metroid: Return of Samus. I played that with some 3D, but other than that, I, I mainly play 2D. Lloyd, so, did, did Josh's I, impassioned argument convince you?
3: I I think what Nintendo's going to do is they're going to keep making uh, 2DSs and 3DSs because it prints money for them, and and there's very little very little risk for them in in this day and age because people are buying them like crazy. Um, When you buy a kid a DS whether it's 2DS, 3DS, they have 14 years worth of gaming library uh, that they can play. They can play from the original DS all the way up to the 3DS stuff. Um, and it's it's huge. Um, but I I do think Nintendo is going to stop really focusing development on it. And like the, the biggest example of why this is going to happen is the next Pokemon is coming on the Switch. And if, if the 3DS was really still going to be Something that Nintendo was going to focus on the next Pokemon would be on the on the D S um platform. Um
1: it's I, not even on both, right? It's on just it's, the switch.
3: it's on only just the, on the switch. switch. Like the yeah. the
2: DS the three D S could not handle the assets that we have in Pokemon Let's Go. they're they're just too high res
3: exactly and yeah and it's it, it goes back to when the 3ds came out and nintendo's like oh no we have three pillars of development and they're saying this because the 3ds was not not the biggest seller when it first came out and it's like no we, we have the ds and we have the wii and we're doing fine but the 3ds is new and it, the ds isn't going away and i think they even did that the, the three pillar argument back when the ds first came out mm-hmm. saying no we still have the, the the game boy advance and we have the ds and we have the whatever GameCube or whatever it was back then um yep. I, I i think nintendo Nintendo is very good at hedging their bets. So when they released the Switch, they they expected a Wii U stinker, and they were pleasantly surprised that it was a, one of their best sellers in, in recent memory. So I think a lot of the development decisions that were made, since games do take years and years to develop, was like, okay, if the Switch is going to suck, we're going to come up with all this great software for the 3DS so that we can still have this cash cow coming in while we work on whatever the next big thing is what Nintendo is seeing now is that the switch is selling gangbusters and they're like, okay, we can move some of our development team over from the three DS to switch software. And then we'll keep coming up. our designers can keep, Making crazy construction, uh, c- construction Mario colored uh 2DS's and releasing those out um, for a holiday package or whatever. And, and I think that's kind of what we're going to see going forward, but who knows? Uh, we get it, we're probably going to get a direct in January and it could be half 3DS stuff again. You never know with Nintendo. Um, common common sense often doesn't play in a lot of their decisions until you look at it from 20,000 feet in a couple of years. And it's like, ah, okay, that's why they did
0: that. Well, um, so, yeah. last December, the 3ds sold three quarters of a million copies or three more, three quarters of a million systems yep. last yeah. December yeah, it's, it's... alone. Right. So they announced yeah. these special editions and collectors are like, yoink, <laughs> you know? Oh, and they were, yeah. and they were
3: also like $79. So you have yeah. parents yeah, are buying so them cheap. by they're buying them six packs in case one breaks. <laughs> they just they just take one out of the little plastic <laughs> ring and give it to their kids.
2: And, and don't get me wrong. I don't want them to stop making the, the DS system because it is a wonderful entry point for younger gamers who you don't want to put a $300 uh, system in their hand with detachable parts, which can easily break. Um I just want them to, if they're going to put out a game on the 3ds, also port it to the Switch because yes. the Switch can Sushi Strikers,
0: Toad's Treasure, like, and we're seeing Wii U titles end up on the on the 3ds, 2ds, like, mm. that's great. Yeah. Make it a port machine, that's then <laughs> get get some stuff, get do that. Do Pikmin on yeah. both on both, you know, get Pikmin sure. three on both systems, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah.
3: But when you do that, Nintendo, can you make them the same price? So I don't feel dirty about buying a game that's ten dollars more on my switch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Lloyd, you're asking a lot, my friend. <laughs> don't forget,
0: this is business. <laughs>
2: All right. So Our final topic before we wrap everything up is uh, everybody in here is kind of a collector. I'm like a new collector. I just started collecting stuff this year, so this is probably going to be the most difficult uh, choice for me. But I'm curious, what is your favorite collection-ish pickup that you guys got this year? Lloyd was rubbing his hands together just now. So Lloyd, I'm going to start with you.
3: Okay. Um, Well, this isn't about collection. This is about utility. So I'm already breaking the rules. But I want to show you two things that I got this year that have made my life as a Switch owner so much better. So, so much better. Um, The first is the Satisfy Pro Gaming Grip for my Nintendo Switch. Um, This is... Uh, Steven has one as well this is like the best piece of equipment that I've ever had for a handheld system and this is going back to like the uh the Game Boy the like the original Game Boy where you had like the thing that folded out speakers and a light and a magnifying <laughs> glass and a and like a chair massager and a battery charger that's one of and, my favorite uh, print, tanning bed
2: that's one of my favorite print ads of all time is that kid <laughs> with all that crap that he's holding and then the light boy he, yeah, yeah and then they <laughs> show did you see his
3: biceps like... from holding <laughs> yeah. that up for eight hours a day? They were huge. They were great. Um, but yeah, this, this satisfy switch grip is just this little piece of plastic that you slide your switch into, and you basically have a pro controller now on each side of your Nintendo Switch. Um, this is this is a game changer for portable gaming. I love, love, love this thing. Um, so from a utility standpoint, this is by far my favorite pickup. Um with a close second being this little thing that I just got, which is the 8-bit Doe GameCube adapter, wireless GameCube adapter. So it's this little little device with a couple buttons on it. Um, one side has a GameCube plug, so you can plug your your really sexy Spice Orange GameCube controller Ooh. into one side of it, and it becomes a pro controller that you can use your original GameCube stuff, which is cool. It takes batteries, which isn't cool. Um, but that, but that's a really cool thing that you can do that. Um, but the secret thing that I didn't even know it contained, which now makes it one of my favorite devices, is on the other side, it has a nunchuck port. And I was like, why do you need to hook up a nunchuck to it? That doesn't make sense. And then I realized that uh, these little things have the exact same ports. So I can hook up a Super Nintendo controller to my Nintendo Switch and get the really super awesome D-pad to play all my NES games. So while these aren't collecting um, pickups that are my favorite, these are by far my favorite utility pickups that I've ever had for a portable system. be able to use physical controls to play all my NES games um, is just a game changer because I love my Pro Controller. The D-pad is the worst thing that Nintendo's ever done on anything. Uh, That D-pad is just not... Um, not useful. Um, when you hit forward and it hits up all the time, it just, it, it just causes so many problems. But be able to use an actual uh, Super Nintendo controller with my Switch, uh, for me, has just been such a, a huge game changer.
2: I want to jump in on that real quick and talk about something that um, is not related to, to collecting. But did any of you guys order the uh, NES controllers that can snap onto the side of the Switch? Yes, I did uh did you get yours yet josh they'll be here wednesday ah okay mine were supposed to come yesterday but they're in wichita for some reason so uh mm-hmm. i was hoping that somebody here had gotten their hands on them and said how they are but that's okay um
1: they're probably checking out the music scene
2: what oh in wichita, <laughs> in wichita. i understand okay the music scene i got wichita. you yeah. oh my god you lost me <laughs> uh steven what's what's your favorite pickup for the year
1: that's tough. I mean, I I didn't do a lot of collecting this year. Uh I had to really kind of taper things down quite a bit. Um uh just to, you know in in a, in a pinch I'll say the the Octopath uh special edition. It has this really crazy cool pop-up book of like you know a, a lot of the the eight of the of the really important locations in the game uh one for each of the characters like I think it's their starting their starting town or whatever for each one of them. Um, which is, uh, really kind of neat because, you know, you, that, that game has that kind of pop-up book look to it. Uh, and that was a, a little bit, uh, a little bit scarce-ish when it, uh, when it launched. So I'm glad I got one of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're limited to just this year. I don't have a lot of, a lot of things that I collected this year that are that interesting.
2: All right. Fair enough. Uh, what's your favorite thing that you have collected ever then?
1: Uh, I have a, I have a factory sealed Castlevania for the Commodore 64. I
2: didn't even know it was on the Commodore 64. That's, cool. That's awesome.
1: It was. The game itself on Commodore 64 is not noteworthy, <laughs> but that finding that in that condition, uh, I, luckily I, I grabbed that like 10 years ago on eBay and I was just because I was quick. Um, but, uh, I have yet to see one in that condition at all for any price since. So that's probably the, the, the most significant item in my collection.
2: Josh, what, uh, would you pick up this year? I mean, Josh picked up
0: everything this year. <laughs> um, so I had, uh, somebody in my community, um, gave me like a, a DS, a Game Boy Advance, that were all owned by an adult non-smoker with all the cases and everything. It was the white DS light, like it's pristine, like absolutely mm-hmm. mint. Um, which also had just some killer games, some games that I had traded in at one time that I was able to replace. And uh, the other thing that's cool is I've, I'm missing. Before I started collecting, I threw away like my DS cases, which makes me just like die on the inside now. And so oh. it it they replaced a bunch of those, which was really really cool. Uh one of the things that I'm I was really stoked about is I got the white uh, Smash 4 controller which was imported from mm-hmm. Japan and then what I did with the new Smash controller I swapped the bottoms so that they basically oh, they look, so look cool. they look like a killer whale right now you know so Oreo. Um, yeah so I'm um, I'm loving that um but probably which I didn't realize at the time uh probably the 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 coolest pickups for me would be one the steelbook for Smash, um, because I now have all three of the official steelbooks for the Switch, uh, Mario Kart and Xenoblade Chronicles, and then also the Smash Switch and having the graphics on the dock and uh, the Joy Cons, like seeing that in pictures, I'm like, it's so disappointing seeing it in real life, it's actually pretty cool to see, and so, um, pretty, pretty excited about that. I- I've collected retro stuff throughout the year, um, but nothing really. Nothing really jumps out of me. I had a guy at work recently give me a box that had a PS2 in it. And then it had uh, two copies of Super Mario um, World uh, for Game Boy Advance. You know, so that was like kind of some little rare, you know, little treasures here and there. I just started
2: collecting stuff this year when I was a kid. If I wanted to get the new system, I always traded in my stuff. So I never had the old stuff. So. Uh, this year, I started uh just picking up stuff here and there, going to shops and shopping on eBay. And uh, my favorite pickups for the year so far—I'm not going to grab it off the shelf, but I've got the Virtual Boy back there, which uh, it works, uh, which nice. is insane to me. Free uh, headaches. What's that? So jealous. Oh, enjoy free my headaches. headaches. Yeah, free yeah. headaches. <laughs> and right above my head, you can see there's a uh. There's a Rob the Robot sitting there. I I really love that. But probably uh, my favorite was something that I had when I was a kid because neither of those things I ever had when I was a kid. Same with the TurboGrafx-16 that one of my listeners sent me. Which is insane. That's like sitting on the shelf back there. Like that's all stuff I never had when I was a kid. So that's like aspirational stuff that I wanted. I would see it in the magazines and I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm never going to get that." And now I have those. But here's something that I lost when I was a kid: is Donkey Kong Two. Nice, Uh, love it. Game and Watch. It's the it's you know Nintendo's original clamshell design uh and this works as well. I don't have the batteries in it right now cuz I don't want the batteries to ruin it cuz I'm not really playing it. Uh although I I played this in the car when I was a kid so much and loading it up like the sounds. I was like, "Oh my god, those sounds are so good." But th- this <laughs> is this is a a fantastic uh get for me. I was really happy to get this. I probably spent more on it than I should have even though it it's not as expensive as i don't know I, I spent more on this than i did some of the other things but this is something that i was always upset that i lost when i was a kid steven you just held something yeah. up what was it
1: oh that's a uh, the the tiger handheld simon's quest castlevania simon's <laughs> oh, that's Quest. awesome game it's so awful <laughs> <laughs> such an awful game this is actually I had, like, not mortal bad.
3: Kombat and street fighter
1: you have <laughs> mortal was, Kombat and wow. street fighter
3: yeah, I believe they were tiger as well and they were yeah, yeah. just how did you make that into this? I I never understood that, but <laughs> bought those as a kid and they was like this is the best thing ever five minutes later. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This I feel like holds up. It's it's really fun. It's it got two screens, you have to climb up to the top screen, go and, and unlock a uh a lock and then climb all the way back down, get a key and do it again, uh four times. Mm. And uh it's very, very enjoyable. And then my my only thing that I purchased this year in collectibleness, because I'm mostly a digital gamer, um, was the Night Trap Collector's Edition, uh, which it came with a very steel cool. book. It's so, so cool. And I, I again this is something a game I wanted to play when I was a kid. My parents said absolutely not. Um, uh, but <laughs> but Night Trap is so, so fun and um it comes with a VHS tape for crying out loud with the original footage on the VHS tape i can't play it cuz i don't have a VHS player but it sits up there on the shelf and uh
0: those are called vcr's bill what 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 do you mean
1: a VHS player oh
2: well that's what we called them when i was a kid because we had a beta and we had a VHS yeah, we had a Betamax, and it had a it, the yes. remote control had a wire on it. Oh, those are the <laughs> clickers. Yeah, yes. it had a wire on it. I that went over it. across the room.
0: I've watched yeah. Star Wars more on Betamax than any other format. I guarantee it. So,
2: Seamantron, widescreen had- or uh, not widescreen? No, it was definitely not widescreen. (laughs) Because I remember Star Wars, and this is a slight aside, Star Wars is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I had watched it a million times and I had never seen it widescreen. And then I was I sat down and I was watching it on TV or something and I I was looking at it. I was like, there's an extra job with there. Like, there's an extra thing (laughs) over there. Like, there's all these things that I had never seen before because I'd never seen it in widescreen. And that was the moment... Because up until then, I was always like, why would I ever want to watch anything letterboxed where it's black on the top and bottom and the screen is smaller? That was the moment when I understood why people would want to watch things letterboxed so you could see the whole screen Mm -hmm. back when all of our TVs were 4 by 3 Yeah. Well... I, Love I it. got
3: one. One other thing. Okay, go for if, it. If that's okay, of course. Um, this is the this is the one cool collectible that I got this year, which I had no idea what it was when it was given to me. Um, then I did some research, and it's uh, it's actually really cool. It's this little thing here. It's called video game video game uh and this is uh this is a family clone this is a pirate system uh of the original famicom so it has like the famicom controllers that that slide in the side and i had to trace down where this came from and it it's actually like some crazy uh taiwanese um pirate system essentially for for the famicom so this came out um right around when the super nintendo came out these systems came out and it was it was just called computer game on the back. And it says video game on the front. So they couldn't even get their their messaging correct <laughs> on both sides of the system. Um, so I was like I, hunting down where this came from and everything and, and found out that uh, why it was made or whatever. Um, they actually sold these in North America in like malls. Like you go to a mall kiosk and they'd have like uh, buy the system it comes with 100 games. Um, and that's what, what it was. It was a it was a Famicom that was essentially um, just a clone, a family family clone is what they're called. Um, but that's so a that's disappointing
0: cool. Christmas, right there. Is what that is. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. Uh,
3: but the, but even cooler than this is this little game that came with it. And the friend that gave it to me said, "Yeah, we had this thing at the lake, and it had all these games on it. And we don't know what it is. It's like some all-in-one game system. No, it's not an all-in-one game system. It just it has it has a Famicom slot, so you can't actually put an NES cart in it. So they had no idea. But it comes with this thing called. Um, it's it's all." characters that i can't read from another language and it's called 110 game and it has like really <laughs> really terrible jpegs on it uh i can't play it yet because i i need a power adapter and i know steven and i have chatted about how to get this thing up and running i want to see what's on this cartridge but it's it's essentially a pirate cart with 110 games so multi-cart for uh for famicom nes and a mm-hmm. clone all stuff that i didn't know existed um and it's stuff that is now part of my collection and i just love it to death even though i haven't actually played it yet so mm-hmm. there's some really wacky crazy stuff out there folks
2: yeah there is um it, you you reminded me of one thing that i got that was very small and uh, very inconsequential but i got a oh, cool. i got a zelda for the nintendo disk system yeah um
1: is that Zelda Two?
2: No, uh, no, it's the original. Because it looks like the art
1: from the first one. Yeah, it's the oh, original okay. one.
2: Yeah, I love the the disc. It has like Nintendo embossed on it on the bottom. It's so cool looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Those I was I was really excited to get that as well. And I didn't like, I, I didn't even know about the Nintendo disc system when I was a kid. So like, this is crazy to me. I'd never heard of that. Yeah. All right. Well, we've love been talking it. for a very long time. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me uh let's let's go right back to the beginning and have everybody tell tell everyone where they can find your stuff so josh why don't you start us off
0: man yeah it's at n64 josh everywhere n64 josh.com twitter twitch instagram facebook youtube all the places myspace farmers only it's all it's all n64 josh so and you're the host um, of and the nintendo Powercast and the smash bros cast awesome lloyd and steven lloyd start first
3: yeah, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at DASME on Twitter, D-A-S-M-E on Twitter. Uh, follow me there. Uh, I host the Nintendo Pulse podcast over at RezTV, R-E-Z-D dot TV, uh podcast network I run, a whole bunch of gaming and other content on that network. So uh,
2: do check it out.
1: And Stephen? I'm uh, at Steven the Mun on Twitter, at S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-H-E-M-U-N-N. It's too many characters, but you know, I wasn't really thinking about that when I picked it, and um, it's my name with some extra stuff so that's the way it's going to be uh and i co-host these shows with lloyd on the rezd.tv network are are you guys like the longest
2: running nintendo show I believe so. I think we were
3: the first Nintendo show that was on the iTunes um, network or the iTunes uh, app, the podcast um, thing when it first launched. It was like one of the f- one of the first Nintendo ones. So, yeah, it's. I think we've been running the longest, but it had a different name back then. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, long time. I'm old.
2: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Still you can find my stuff at RunJumpStomp.com. I host Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, big thank you to you guys for hanging out with me today and helping us do the holiday episode. So we can take some time off thanks thanks for having me
3: yeah thanks for having us bill it's
2: been a lot of fun like always all right we'll see you all next time bye